Hello, hello, hello. Today is Thursday, October 20th, 2022, episode number 193. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You are in the litter box with Jules Jones today. We just had some very sad news this morning. Um, Cat Turd contacted me early to let me know that his mom has passed away and you can only imagine what he must be going through to to lose someone is one thing but to lose matriarch is quite another and I know he is beyond devastated and I know he tries to play tough sometimes but this is I'm sure really really hurting him so please all of your prayers all of your support you have no idea how far that goes and how much that means to him I'm not kidding you and just to look at the outpour of support right now I mean there are already 37.1 thousand people that are responding and reaching out to him so please keep him in your prayers this is a very it's been a it's been the year of the cat let's face it I mean I can actually say that on this show one thing after another I'm just so thankful that he was able to go and see his mom a couple of weeks ago and was able to spend some time with her and his family that is just a wonderful beautiful thing not everyone has had that opportunity especially with COVID and everything else that has happened in our lives they've separated us to such a degree that a lot of people do not have that opportunity I'm, I'm glad he was afforded that one so I am going to be on my own today I appreciate you tuning in and I will keep you up to date with all the latest and greatest that's happening around us um, but if I do hear from Cat Turd and if he does want to pop in of course he knows how to get in here he's got the invitation and everything already scheduled so if he wants to come in he can pop in but I do know that he is really mourning right now so don't count on it just wanted to give you that All right, so here we go. Dumb and Dumber in Pennsylvania. Okay, as if it couldn't get any worse. Well, your first clue should be that Fetterman didn't even get up there and speak when you had uh, Joe Biden go and stump for him. So that should be your first clue of how things are actually going on that campaign. Let's not forget there have been nothing but bloopers and fun memes about these two. I mean, they're really like connected at the hip. I mean, if one is not flubbing, then the other one is. So there is no doubt that they decided to make it all about Joe Biden and less about... (laughs) Fetterman because he's an absolute disaster. I honestly have no idea how anyone at this point, especially with the situation that Biden has put this country in, how they could go for somebody like Fetterman. Who is voting for these people anyway? I I, I really cannot figure it out. I mean, a lot of these votes, okay, so they're very, very questionable, like whether they even voted or not. Just look at here at California. But this is a close race. And there are a lot of people that are actually sold on this whole thing. But they're the hits just keep on coming. In fact, there are so many that were dropping that what I'm going to do is I'm going to head over to the RNC research so you can see how this actually, actually went down. All right. So it started off with a bang. He can't figure out where he is. Over a billion, 200, a trillion, 200 billion dollars. Okay. If you can figure out what he's saying here, you just let me know. But this is yet another example of dumb Joe. Over a billion, two hundred, a trillion, two hundred billion dollars. Over a billion, two hundred, a trillion, two hundred billion dollars. Over. He doesn't even know what he's saying. And you trust this clown to run run the country? Are you kidding? He has absolutely no idea what he's doing or what he's saying. It just keeps on going. He also he also claims that his grandfather was a all American football player. Okay, just add my, that to the list of things. Be really be proud of me right now. No, I'm not joking. He would. By the way, he's an All-American football player, John, in Santa Clara. My grandfather. 
please. Okay, so you get the gist. I'm not going to go ahead and bore you with all of the different things that he said, but we cannot forget that Joe always has a place to lose his place. He doesn't know where he actually is. And so at the very end of this speech, he's looking around wondering exactly where he is. He has no idea. This is really, and the fact that the Republicans are not saying anything about it, acting like this is normal, is unbelievable to me. I, I, it's just really sad. So here you go with a clip of Lost Joe. Okay, same Joe, Lost Joe, just a different day. It's the exact same moves, right? You've seen it before where he reaches out to actually shake the hand of someone who isn't there, okay? Don't know who he's listening to either. We used to think it was an earpiece. Now, I wonder if it's even that. (laughs) I mean, this is where we are in this country, and it's a very scary thought. Please get out there and make sure these last few weeks that we have that we really pour it on. We cannot have another Joe Biden in office. All right. Now, I'm not in Pennsylvania, but let me tell you, these policies, his as a senator, will affect all the rest of us. So since my state is basically lost, what I've decided to do is donate directly to the candidates. And especially when you have a case of the lesser of the two evils, in this case, there definitely is one. Make sure that you throw your support behind the candidate. Dr. Oz, who you know you will at least have some coherency to, because this this is just plain madness. So there have been a lot of crazy things that have been happening lately. All right, so a lot of you have been talking about this, and I'm very curious about it as well. Dailymail.com, ABC national security producer, hasn't been seen since April when FBI mysteriously raided his house. Journalist was writing a book about Biden's disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. Absolutely, it was a disaster, 100% disaster. Thousands of Americans were left stranded in Afghanistan. Both our allies, people died. They're not even giving you the full story. They basically got out of there and didn't want to talk about it again. They closed the lid. That's what they do. They just refuse. They use the lamestream media as their talking point and their guide, and then that's what you want you, they want you to talk about. They switch the subject to something else, and you never hear about it again. It's appalling that there would even be one American out there still stuck in Afghanistan, not to mention all of the equipment, all everything that we left behind there. It is astounding. It should rattle you to the core. We don't do that. That is not what our country is about. So here you go. James Gordon Meek, 52, hasn't been seen by colleagues since April of this year. The FBI raided his apartment in Arlington, Virginia, but it's unclear why. Sources tell Rolling Stone they suspected he possessed classified information on his laptop. Meek's attorney said he's heard nothing about it and that anything he possessed falls within the scope of his job as an investigative journalist. Meek had been writing a book about the withdrawal of U.S. troops from Afghanistan. Dailymail.com can reveal he withdrew from his project suddenly, citing personal issues around the time of the raid and hasn't spoken with his co-author since. Okay, so that's pretty scary um, on every single level, considering that the FBI is an arm and a tool of the Democrat regime right now. Um, Your guess is as good as mine. Why would a, an acclaimed journalist just disappear? Just like that. How does something like that happen without explanation? And why, now that this story has been brought to the surface, aren't law enforcement doing absolutely everything in their power to find this gentleman? What is it going to take? Unless they don't want to talk about it. They don't want him to be found, hence the reason why no one has heard 
from him in so long. All right, so an ABC News investigative producer has not been seen by colleagues since April when the FBI mysteriously raided apartment in Virginia. James Gordon Meek, 52, moved out of his home in Arlington, Virginia after the raid and hasn't been seen by neighbors since. Here's a picture of him right over here. He abruptly left his job at the news network, withdrew from the book he was co-authoring about Biden's withdrawal from Afghanistan, and has kept a low profile ever since. The Rolling Stone, okay, this is a leftist outfit, first reported the raid on Wednesday morning along with sources close to the investigation who say Meek was suspected of possessing classified documents. The source said agents found classified information on his laptop. If that is the reason for the raid, it raises serious questions about the government's approach towards journalists seeking to expose corruption or wrongdoing. Hello, journalists out there, consider this your warning. You may not be heard from again, and nobody's going to come to find you. That's what it screams to me. Is this a warning, just like they are warning the American people with with arming the IRS with 87,000 IRS agents? That's what I take it as. Flat out threat. So it also raises the question about who else knew about it. The FBI, which routinely refuses to comment on ongoing investigations as part of policy, has not commented on its reason for the raid. They're not talking about it at all. All the Bureau will say is that the raid was carried out at his address on the day in question. The warrant that enabled the raid has not been made public, so that's a key indicator, and Meek's attorneys are being tight-lipped about what they have been told. Okay, so there could be a whole bunch of things that are happening, right? So the FBI has quite a reputation with laptops, right? They misplace them. They don't know what's on them. I mean, they're very careless, really, when you consider all of the different laptops they've had in their possession, and they have done absolutely nothing about them, including hunters. This is a problem. This is a real big problem. And as you know, the FBI has also been accused and it has been proven that they have threatened to put things like child porn and other things on people's laptops. This is a very scary time in our history. And based on what we've all been witnessing, you should be, you be, you should be concerned. 100% should be concerned because these are their tactics and they're not going to stop anytime soon. I, it just doesn't appear that way. They are just going to run it until they can't run it any further. That's why it's so important for us to get involved in these midterm elections. Make sure that you get everybody out there. We cannot, this country will not survive in a banana republic. There is just no way that it will. And when you look at some of the different scenes and what has happened up to this point, Cheryl Atkinson and her husband, who who basically were a target as well. Why? Because they speak out against this regime. So this is a very frightening situation. We can continue on. The FBI, um, all the Bureau will say, is that the raid was carried out at his address on the day in question. The warrant that enabled the raid has not been made public, and Meek's attorneys are being tight-lipped about what they have been told. In a statement, attorney Eugene Gorbachev says that he knew nothing of any classified documents, but that if Meek did possess them, it would have been within the scope of his career as a journalist investigating national security and military operations. Mr. Meek is unaware of what the allegations anonymous sources are making about his possession of the classified documents, if such documents exist as claimed. This would be within the scope of Mr. Meek's long career as an investigative journalist covering government wrongdoing. But see, here's the thing. When you look at the lamestream media, no one's covering these stories. Not a single person wants to cover Hunter Biden's laptop. They don't want to talk about the images of underage girls. They don't want to talk about the images of him smoking crack, among other things. They don't want to talk about any of the things that Hunter Biden has has done. And, and there's proof of it on his laptop. No one is talking about it. Is it because there is a underlying threat here that you could just suddenly disappear? You could be raided. You could be threatened. 
the the whole premise and the whole idea that this is part of a mass cover-up just leads us to us our own conclusions and that there is something that has gone afoul and that the media is working as an arm to all of this. If you need proof, this is a perfect example right here because you're not hearing it. You're not seeing it like you should. If this was happening with President Trump and anybody in his administration, it would be all over the news 24 7 a day seven days a week until he had to resign or step down or until there was such a demand because there would be such an outrage but see we don't have the media the lamestream media on our side what we have on our side is the american people who believe in freedom and who believe in the constitution and who believe in due process they're not holding up to their end of the deal there's no question. So press inquiries on this issue are troubling for a different reason. They appear to be based on statements from a source inside the government. It is highly inappropriate and illegal for individuals in the government to leak information about an ongoing investigation. A spokesman for ABC News told Daily Mail that Meek resigned abruptly, but they would not be drawn on the details of his departure. He resigned very abruptly and hasn't worked for us for months, they said. No one from the Department of Injustice, I like to call them, has confirmed an in investigation into Meek. Around the same time as the raid of his home, Meek also withdrew from the book he had been co-writing with Lieutenant Scott Mann, Colonel Scott Mann, a retired Green Beret. The book was published in August with only Lieutenant Colonel Mann listed as the author. So all of a sudden, this guy is missing. Gone. Gone. A previous description of the book included a line about Meek being contracted by a special forces operator overseas. It read in April, ABC News correspondent James Gordon Meek got an urgent call from a special forces operator serving overseas. Now a promotional text for the book has no mention of his name. Instead, the blurb reads, in April, an urgent call was placed from a special forces operator serving overseas. That's it. That's all. They repeat this twice. Twice. That has value there. Neighbors told Rolling Stone that Meek vanished after the raid on his apartment. He has two daughters who often spent time at the apartment, they said. The entire raid lasted only 10 minutes, according to the neighbors. They spotted a large armored vehicle accompanied by some local county patrol cars. They didn't stick around. They took off pretty quickly and headed west on Columbia Pike towards Fairfax County. Most people seeing that green vehicle would think that some kind of tank, think, think of it as like it was some kind of tank, but I knew that it was Linko Bearcat. The vehicle is, decide, is designed to be jumped out of so that they can do a raid in that kind of time. It can return fire if they are being fired upon, said the neighbor, John Antonelli. Meek worked at ABC for nine years before he suddenly resigned. In the past, he also served as senior counterterrorism advisor and investigator for the House Homeland Security Committee. He had also produced a documentary on a separate U.S. military mission in Niger, which he believed exposed a cover-up. Another producer who worked on that documentary with him, Brian Epstein, also abruptly left ABC earlier this year. Okay, so, so now we've got a history of this. Why in the world, as journalists, do you even continue to do your job if you cannot report, if you are going to be controlled by the regime? Honestly, enough is enough. It basically is boiled down to American citizens like myself, Cat Turd, and several other people who will read and talk about these stories because lamestream won't do it. They won't cover the information at all. So this is yet another example, and I do have the Rolling Stone article where they first reported on all of this. They felt it was important to point out. I do as well. So he's gone, poof, just right there in, in the midst of, of the investigation. He has left everything in his life, essentially. Now, what would cause somebody 
to leave absolutely everything, your children, your home, your job, the things you love to do. Obviously, something pretty, pretty bad has happened here. And hopefully, we're going to get to the bottom of it. But like I said, you're not going to, you can't look at the FBI for guidance because they're not going to give it to you. They refuse to comment on it. This is what we're talking about. When we talk about a regime, this is a perfect example of it. And I just pray for this country because with what we have seen with all of the involvement of these people and and how they are failing to protect our country and how they have ulterior motives to everything that they do, it, it's just it, it's just taken a turn for the worse. So now more than ever, you have got to get out there. You've got to start having the conversations. And because it is working, you are waking people up, whether you know it or not. And people and candidates like Fetterman and Biden, you know what? They're just pushing them out there because they think that they are that powerful. Neither one, Biden and Fetterman, I mean, you can look at the two. You can't even, they don't even know where they are. They honestly do not. And a lot of people say, oh, wow, isn't this great, you know? Um, We've got, we've got this guy that wears shorts and he hangs out and he starts talking about releasing criminals. Well, guess what that means? That means crime. He also had his doctor, who is also a campaign donor, who gave him a bill of approval, right? Medical bill of approval. Oh, you're fine. You're okay. Well, that's just more that they can completely, that, than they can control. And this is what they want. They want candidates like this so that they can run behind them, behind the scenes, and go ahead and push their agenda through. So we're going to see a lot more of this before we see a lot better. The medical records have been released on Fetterman. However, he obviously has cognitive issues. If you have ever seen him speak, it is an absolute nightmare. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to watch. And I'm sorry that he had a stroke. It has absolutely nothing to do with that. But when you're talking about running your state as a senator, this guy is obviously not the man. So his obvi- John Fetterman's obvious cognitive issues following his massive stroke have become a top issue for in the run for Pennsylvania. And this is the open seat for the U.S. Senate candidate for the U.S. Senate seat. You've got Dr. Oz, who has been hammering the Democrat to be more transparent about his condition, including releasing actual medical records. Can you imagine that? That after this man has a stroke, he doesn't feel it's necessary for him to release the medical records. Okay, that's saying everything you need to say right now. Kind of like Katie Hobbs, who hides in elevators, right? She doesn't want to debate Carrie Lake. Why? Because she can't. She can't hold a candle to her. So when you are deciding who's a better fit to run in that position, would you just naturally ask yourself, um, not the person hiding in the bathroom or the elevator um, or the person that wants to debate with the media instead of their opponent who is going to ask them the real questions so that you can size them up and decide for yourself? No, they hide. They, they run from the cameras. They run for cover. And they run to the media to have separate interviews. That doesn't count. <laughs> that absolutely does not count. That is not a debate. Just because they're one-on-one with the anchor, we want to see them together. We want to see the difference of their vision in America, for America. This is just, this is really it's crazy. So... Here you go. Um, They are saying that the medical record has been released, but it's not really a medical record, is it? No. He basically, it's a medical report after a visit with his primary care doctor, and there is a letter from his campaign that basically is saying that he has been cleared. In the letter released by Fetterman's team, Dr. Clifford Chen says Fetterman has significantly improved following his stroke and can work full duty in public office. The campaign released the letter, which it called a medical report following calls from media outlets for the Pennsylvania Democrats' health records. Chen's political leanings could raise questions about his medical assessment of Fetterman, whose race against Republican Dr. Oz could determine 
which party controls the Senate, according to campaign finance records. Chen has given tens of thousands of dollars over the years to Democrat candidates and party committees. He contributed $1,330 to Fetterman's campaign, including a $500 donation in June 2021 before he became Fetterman's doctor. Chen donated to other Senate candidates running in close races this cycle, including Representative Val Demings, Democrat Florida, and Senator Raphael Warnock. Hmm, sound familiar, huh? This is part of that same group. This isn't about politics, Fetterman campaign spokesman Joe Cavello told Washington Free Beacon. It's an independent, detailed medical report written by John's primary care doctor based on his latest office visit from last week. Okay, so he got a note from his nice little donor mom, or dad, rather. And they think that that is going to stop everyone from... uh, from reporting on all of this real quick because there are a lot of people that are donating to the show and I will not be able to thank you during the show because there is so much going on so I'm going to go ahead and do that right now pure blood stallion burrito boy mother of pearl um rose opez 13 then we have cattle dogs for trump then we have Arbevmo, and then we have let it rain 233 you are all so sweet to be donating to cat turd and and just so you know he will know about all of this i send him everything as soon as the show is over fishes with gulls i just followed you there i found you on truth uh there we are dl potter four we also have tippy two three two two eight and then also mary ken thank you so much for all of your donations pure blood stallion just donated again you are wonderful and he absolutely appreciates it like i said he he knows that you are all behind him 100 percent. that you have got him in his prayers for those that are just joining us cat turd's mom passed this morning early and so we are all really praying for him and pulling that he feels better and for his family um it was it even though she has been sick for a long time it doesn't matter this is a moment where he really is reflecting on his family and just other people that he has probably lost in his life all of that comes up and so it can be extremely hard and just knowing that you are all there for him I know means the world to him so like I said just just continue your support continue just praying for him let him know that you are that means so much to him it has been a rough rough time for cat turd this these last couple of months it really has but yet you know what he doesn't stop does he nothing gets in his way so he is going to continue on he won't be here today and probably not tomorrow but i will keep you posted on all of that so here we go with red state panic dims biden is a drag on midterm hopes will be the fall guy if things don't go well He's already starting to feel that pressure. He's already starting to get those comments. And in fact, today, when he was on his way to go and campaign for Fetterman, he got really ugly with a reporter. And and that's really kind of what he does. I mean, he starts yelling and, and screaming at people, and he thinks that that will just carry on for what he does so he claims that he has been been campaigning for 15 individuals hardly not even at all so you've got a situation here which is like which is worse thank goodness they're not running against each other can you imagine anything or maybe that would actually be funny it would it would make for a really good comedy show but yeah, this is what we have, and we've got to change this because they honestly think that they are going to get you to vote for these candidates without them proving they're worthy at all. So this is this is something that we have the power to change. I know you are making a lot of noise. We are going to make a continue to make a lot of noise, but when you look at the job approval numbers, Biden's job approval numbers disapprove. approve, 39%. Who are the 39%? Mm. No, 
that can't be right. Independents approve 28%, disapprove 59%. They've lost the independents. You've got, this is the sample, 1,500. But you know it's a lot more than that. This has been a complete and total disaster. So we're winning on all of the issues that actually make sense. The GOP leads Dems double digits on economic issues as midterms loon. Of course they do. We're voting with our with our pocketbooks right now. What we are able to do w- with our money and spending it all on gas and doing our best and having to decide between gas or food isn't quite what we all had envisioned. So most Americans don't like the state of the economy, and more Americans say Republicans are better equipped to fix it, a new poll finds. So basically, this is how it goes. Democrats get in there, and they spend, 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 spend. It's a repetitious cycle. That's all they do. They just blow through the money. They have the the purse strings to do it. They just go right through it. Anything that can stick to the wall, they spend. And then you've got the Democrat, I mean the Republicans, who have to come in after we win the midterms, which we are going to do in a landslide, who have to fix it. But guess what the Democrats do? They start blaming the Republicans for what they did before the Republicans got into office. All of this has happened under Biden's administration. This is Obama 2.0, and they are breaking the middle class. This is all done by design. I don't care what anybody has to say. You can't be this bad without there being a reason behind it. You really cannot wreck things to this degree unless there is an actual reason. In fact, there was a question, and this this should really make everyone a little curious about where this is headed because you know what gasoline is like in this country and how valuable it is. It is in our products. It's not only just to get us to and from work and everything else, but... It is a daily staple. Well, when they were asked this particular question, when Jean-Pierre was asked, is the administration considering a ban on U.S. petroleum products, this was her answer. How seriously is the administration considering a ban on um, U.S. petroleum products? So um, everything is on the table. Uh, Don't have anything right now uh, to preview. Clearly, our focus today is to uh, make sure that we uh, deliver on the president's promise, is to continue to lower gas prices for the American people. Uh, But again, I don't have anything to preview uh, at this time. Okay. They're not going to talk about that, huh? Focusing on America is not at all what they want to do. If they they wanted to focus on America, they wouldn't be sending all of these... Uh, all, all the things we need overseas and helping them out. This whole thing was very disturbing. Th- this entire press conference was. She either would not respond, acted confused as usual, didn't know what they mean, etc. Um, here you go. When she is asked the question, which has been on so many people's mind, why didn't the Democrats go ahead and vote when the oil was at $24 under President Trump. Okay, now it's at $70. It was at $90 to replenish the reserve. This is her answer. In 2020, when Congress was debating uh, funding for replenishing the SPR yeah. at a low price, Democrats blocked it, saying that it was a bailout for big oil. But now, President Biden so said I, today that it would be a, a good Yeah, I know exactly that. what you're talking about. You're talking about when uh, Donald Trump was trying to sell it at $20 uh, per, per, uh, per barrel. To, yeah, to buy it. Look, it was a different time then. It was not the same situation that we are currently in. The reserve was close to full capacity at that time, and so there was no reason uh, to uh, to to you know to make that type of uh, repurchase. Uh huh. Sure. Sure. Um, no, uh, close to capacity when he knew that we needed to fill those reserves that he knew that we were getting an incredible price at $24 a barrel and the Democrats voted against it. So then she goes on to play dumb, right? How is the administration, she says, trying to put the oil companies out of business? Well, we've got an answer for you. Asking oil companies to further lower gas prices What makes you think that they are going to listen to an administration that is ultimately trying to put them out of business? How how is the administration trying to put them out of business? No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. 
no ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yeah. pipeline infrastructure? Yeah. And, 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 and... There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. No more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Wow. All right, so if you don't need further proof, this was always the goal. And we, the American people, are going to be paying this price and more for quite some time. This is not only a stain on on our way of, of just living. I mean, think about what they are trying to do here. This regime is pushing this whole electric situation, destroying everything that we have built, and with a with a basically a swipe of a, of a pen. And that's why we have to be more involved than ever to res- reverse all of this. We have got to become independent again. This is just making things worse. So, yeah, things are getting really, really out of control. You've got federal tax receipts near record high. It's this high share of GDP. The U.S. tax receipts have surged this year. Through August, the U.S. Treasury had collected over $4.4 trillion in revenue for the fiscal 2022 with one month left to go. That was already 10% higher than receipts in 2021. The U.S. government took in $303.73 billion in August alone. That was up 23% from August 2021. According to a Tax Foundation analysis of Congressional Budget Office data, federal tax collections were up 21% in the 2022 fiscal year that ended on September 30th. The U.S. government isn't just making a windfall in absolute terms. Tax collection is at a multi decade high of 19.6% as a share of GDP. That is up from 17.9% in fiscal 2021 and is approaching the last peak of 20% set during the dot-com bubble in the fiscal year of 2000. So when we talk about how these polls are are looking, how they are shaping up. The number one thing that people are looking at right now is the economy. That is where everybody's head's at, is the economy. That is what is on the ballot. Economy, immigration, and crime are the real big ticket issues because these are the things that are affecting each one of us in our daily lives. Well, one person isn't handling it well. And I know you all have been having a fit over this one, and I hope you've been enjoying it as much as I have. Um, (laughs) This is out from Red State. AOC appears to have a nervous breakdown when confronted by protesters at a town hall. Boy, did she lose it. Uh, I, I know we were all just enjoying this, and some of you probably thought, is this even real? Because... She just freaked. She completely lost it. Not only did she lose it, but she com- turned into a Hillary Clinton hot sauce in my bag kind of gal, which was really bizarre. So I never thought that she would lose it to this degree, but she did. And we have it all <laughs> on camera watching her. She does not like to be called out, which means double down. Go ahead, double down. What you are doing is working. Check out this video.
gets a little... That's one of the things. All right, all right, listen, all right, listen, listen, okay, listen. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, listen. It's almost like a take from Rosie Perez with someone else uh, completely compared it to. And there have been some really funny memes as a result of all of this. Hot sauce in my bag is all I can see. I can just see Hillary Clinton. I don't know how they think that this sells people and, and makes them feel like she's part of them. But she clearly was completely unprepared to be mocked and taunted when she was up there. I mean, no, 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 not AOC. She's far too good for that. She she will never be mocked. She's always living in this glass bubble, right? Not anymore. People have had absolutely enough of her. And so, hot sauce or no hot sauce. All right, all right, listen, all right, listen, listen, okay, listen. That's where we are. All right, so that little meme right there, that little number was by Grand Old Memes and not Paso. When I saw that, I just started laughing because, yes, we all have the exact same thought. AOC is doing a rendition of HRC. <laughs> There you go. Initials lined up right next to initials. Now, you know, that a lot of people would say that's pretty close to racism if you're going to actually try to act all of a sudden like you have got this accent and you're putting this on. But this is not the first time that she has done this. In fact, she's done this pandering quite a bit and people have recognized it. I mean, it, it's something that she's just basically come up with and added to her campaign. So she was mocked for her accent at the Sharpton event. Check this one out. The fight's been long, y'all. This is what organizing looks like. This is what building power looks like. I'm proud to be a bartender. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay, so this is where... This is where we are with her. All right, so actress Sandy is putting on another show for everyone. She wants to act like she's one of you, but yet her policies prove otherwise. People are, it doesn't matter. And she's voting for everything with the Biden administration. That's what side she's on, Piccolosi, all of it. So you wonder why you're not doing so hot. Well, it's because of candidates like this. So her own constituents were putting her on blast. That's how you know things are bad in her world. And her response to it wasn't good at all. So I think it's good. And the thing about all of this is that the Democrats know it. Here's, the, here's their excuse. This is from Zero Hedge. They say, we peaked a little early. Democrats' hope is turning into despair. Despair, you think? Uh, you're going to lose. You're going to lose in such a landslide. And guess what else, Republicans? You are on notice because you can look at all of the candidates that President Trump is throwing his support behind. You better believe the American people are ready for those changes as well. We are a whole different party than we used to be. We don't just vote red because we're starting to get really involved in the primaries. You're starting to see all of this stuff happen because people are tired of all of this they are tired of the rich getting richer the elite taking care of themselves lining their pockets and getting all of the, I mean they are making an incredible they're making incredible dynasties by getting into political office like nothing we have ever seen before this is the biggest money-making sham you've ever seen before it's not about serving the people it's not about any of those things this is how they put their name on a mark and how they make sure they are taken care of for life. These things are going to change. So their excuse right now, this is according to Zero Hedge, we peaked a little early. Hmm, really? 20, 22 days, this is from James Bradley, until the midterms. If you want unlimited abortions, vote Democrat. If you want a return to an if you want to return to an affordable cost of living, vote Republican. That is where we are right now. Truly. The only thing that the Democrats are talking about right now are abortions. And we talked about it a little bit yesterday. This is the sickest subject um, and by no means would ever enter even my mind when it came to voting for a candidate. Um, I would be, this, what they have done with the whole abortion thing, trying to turn it into a, between a woman and her doctor without even the, even the slightest regard for a baby's life 
or how it's doing or how it's feeling or when they take it apart on a table, what that is. This is sickening to me and I can't get past it. Not only that, when, when someone goes into an abortion clinic, they are more than happy to go ahead and push all of this through. They do not mention that there are other options, there are other alternatives, there are help in other areas. They don't even talk about that stuff. And they're putting this on the ballot. Well, think about this. Do you not tell the people, the women that are getting an abortion, how much money you are going to be making off of those baby parts? You don't feel like they're entitled to that. No, they're going to do you a service is how they make it sound. They're going to take this off your hands. This is this is a doctor and, and patient conversation. No, it's not. These people are running off. They denied it for a really long time that they were actually selling these baby parks, parts and making an absolute fortune because of science. No, you've gone too far. You're monsters. At this point, they are complete and total monsters. To think that it's okay and try to explain away that it is between a woman and her doctor when we are talking about babies' lives, I honestly have never in my life, anybody that even says something like that, it, it's just grotesque. I, I, can't, I can't continue with the conversation. That, that's really how it is with me. I just look at them and just say, that's murder. Because that's all I can say. And not only that, it is not only a gruesome murder, but it is a violent death. And I just pray for those babies. I, I pray for, for those families. And a lot of people end up regretting when they start finding out more information about how they were basically hoodwinked into all of this. They didn't know that there was support in other places. And... These people have, have have to live with this decision for the rest of their life. I know it's not an easy one. But still, the only people that are profiting, when I say follow the money, you can go ahead and start following the money, are Planned Parenthood, the scientists, and all of that. So real quick, I just want to give a shout out to those that are that are still coming in here that are supporting the show and supporting Cat Turd, especially right now. Just so everyone knows that if you were just entering in, he did lose his mom earlier this morning, and so he will not be here today. But Maris4, thank you so much for your donation. Lolita VA, thank you for yours. Sue5577, thank you for your donate donation. Redheaded Eagle 2, appreciate it. I know he will too. Randall's BPU, thank you very much for your donation. Casey Falcon 59 and Alchemy. I know we are all so very sorry that this happened. And I just know that um, that Cat Turd appreciates it more than you can possibly imagine. So we can continue on. I just want to thank you because what happens is I will do this show and then I'll miss somebody. So if I missed you, I promise I will get you tomorrow and I will I will definitely give you a shout out. But when I'm by myself, I don't have that person talking in between so I can go over there and sneak in. So I'm just trying to do it in increments. <laughs> That's my real story and I'm sticking to it. Okay, so the left is using science consensus to shut down free speech in America. Mm, imagine that, Zero Hedge again reporting. It was about eight to 10 years ago that the left made a unilateral decision to shut down all opposition and any skepticism about climate change by pronouncing that the debate was over, right? They did it. They basically said, no, if you, this is how it is. We're going to teach your kids that the, the world is going to come to an end and everything else. Well, they decided that this was how it was going to be and that you are not allowed to think any differently. They're going to do everything that they can to indoctrinate your kids into believing this, creating the fear factor and everything else. So the scientific consensus, think about that real quick, is how it's said. Scientific consensus has been reached as if it sent down on tablets from God that mankind was causing the rapid warming of the planet, period. End of argument. Doubters will be denounced as science deniers and stripped of their science credentials and muzzled. 
by the speech police. The idea of scientific, of scientific consensus, of course, I mean, this is unbelievable that this would even be an acceptable thing. But history's greatest minds and inventors were people who challenged the conventional wisdom of the day. Throughout history, you've had those conversations. You've had the debates. It presses us to, of course, do better, do more, find other alternatives. Well, not in this case. They're going to tell you how this is going to run, and they don't want anybody to have any other opinion than the ones that they are putting out. You'd think they'd be humbled, but they are reiterating their certainty that there are fountains of wisdom, and now they're getting dangerous with their heavy-handed tactics to squash dissent. Consider what has happened in California and is soon coming to blue states. Remember, it starts in California and then it ha- they, they test it out here and then they, they send it to you, just like ballot harvesting and everything else. So Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom, is what I like to call him, just signed a law that will revoke a physician's medical license for conveying misinformation defined as a deviation from expert consensus about COVID-19 and its treatments. Imagine that. He's going to take away a medical doctor's license if they disagree with Newscom and his ideas and opinions. Think about that for a second. No, no, no. What planet do these people live on? about this is all about COVID-19 and treatments, which means you cannot speak out against the regime or else you will be shut down. So they want to shut down business and schools, stop the spread of COVID, this is what they're saying, and that children as young as five have to be vaccinated. And if you have anything to say about any of that and you have a medical license, it will be in jeopardy. They will remove it. You cannot speak on any of those subjects here in California if you want to keep your license. Hmm? You don't have to tell me. This is from the same guy, Gavin Newsom, who honestly, we were talking about the affair and about basically his wife, who claims that Weinstein raped her, was seeking the advice from her rapist on how to deal with her husband raping when she was under the influence big time his best friend wife best friend's wife you don't have enough proof for this uh i think you do because there are nothing but videos about it there is there are so many videos now that are showing over and over again the scandal that took place here in california and they can try to keep it under wraps as much as they want but i have got the goods and i'm going to play it for you this actually was his um apology and when here in california when when he came out this was a huge scandal it was in 2007 and here he is explaining away actually doesn't deny a single thing and i want to play this because i did speak out on it yesterday and I didn't have this, but thank you so much, Moore. He does a great job of digging into the archives and finding little gemstones like this. Check it out. Thank you all for uh, coming here on short notice. I uh, want to make it clear that everything you've heard and read is true. Uh, and I am deeply sorry about that. I've hurt someone I care deeply about, Alex Turk his friends and family and that is something that i have to live with and something that i am deeply sorry for i am also sorry that i've let the people of san francisco down Uh, they expect a lot of their mayor and my personal lapse of judgment aside uh, i am committed to restoring their trust and confidence and will work very hard in the upcoming months to make sure that the business of running the city is framed appropriately. I also want to extend uh, a personal apology to everyone in our administration, to my staff that I just met with, uh, to my friends uh, and my family members. Uh, I am uh, deeply sorry. Okay, yeah, sure. Really, 
really. He went from mayor to governor without even really being questioned about anything, ethics or, or anything else for that matter. And again, this was his very best friend who was his deputy chief of staff's wife, who was his secretary. And like I said, she had a real long history um, of substance abuse. And it was said that Gavin Newsom, Newscom, had taken advantage of her during all of that. And then you've got his wife now, who is saying, Weinstein raped me. And he's up there on trial, because now that's the end thing to do, right? They're all turning on him. And yet, what is revealed But the communications between the two, right, where she is asking her supposed rapist for advice on her husband. Yeah. Yeah. What a wicked tale we weave. So we have all of that. And then then some more from the Dems. All right. So here's a breaking exclusive. Michigan AG Dana Nessel was forced security team to sign a non-disclosure statements after she was passed out drunk and had to be removed from Michigan football game in a wheelchair. Hmm. Okay, so all of a sudden you've got uh, an NDA that has been applied to all of this. And so on October 30th, Michigan State's university football team defeated their number one rival, the University of Michigan U of M alumna. Um, You have uh, Dana Nessel, who joined Gretchen Whitmer for a pre-party tailgate in the parking lot outside of the MSU Stadium. Colleges typically reach out to student on students on game days to warn them against drinking too much alcohol. The University of Michigan probably didn't think they needed to send the same request to Dana Nessel, the state's top law enforcement official. So she was literally completely passed out. She was so intoxicated. And she went on who literally promoted her lack of a penis. Sorry, I hate that word. As a reason, but she said it, so I had to repeat it. You know how I cringe with stuff like that. As a reason to vote for her in 2018, she became so intoxicated at the MSU-UM game that she was removed from the stadium in a wheelchair. Yikes. Democrats. All of them. And you also have something really great that's going on here. You've got Democrats going after Democrats. Team Cuomo is now getting their digs in. They're about to take down the monster they created, Kathy Hochul. Oh my gosh, we have got such an opportunity in New York. Let's just hope that it goes ahead through. Everyone gets out there and votes. Can you imagine if you were to get uh, Republican Lee Zeldin in as your governor? Come on. I mean, that is exciting stuff. You want to talk about stirring the pot, stirring things up. This is a huge opportunity for you, for New York. And you will profit and you will have a much better life as a result of this. Kathy Hochul is complete special interest, as are most of the Dems. This is a money-making operation, like we've been saying over and over again. So that's right. Um, Melissa DeRosa, a former top aide to ex-governor Andrew Cuomo, got on the radio this week to attack current governor Kathy Hochul, Cuomo's personal gift to New York toxic politics. Was DeRosa's assault of the de facto endorsement of Republican Lee Zeldin steadily strengthening gubernatorial candidacy? Or if not, what would such an endorsement actually look like? DeRosa simply shredded Hochul's absurd claim to be tough on crime, and in a campaign that remo- that revolves almost solely around New York's chaotic streets, what else would there be to say? I really feel like, and I don't know, tell me how you feel about this. I really feel like the Democrats know what a disaster this is. This is like a complete dumpster that they are looking ahead. They aren't even looking at this stuff now. They, they really are not. They know it's going to be a complete, just a landslide like you've never seen for the Republicans because the American people are so fed up. Yes, there are going to be extremists out there that are going to go ahead and blindly vote regardless. But you know what? As a country, we are starting to see the light of day. We are starting to recognize the fact that there is a problem here with the elites that are able to get away with all of this nonsense, all of the laws that are being broken, the fact that they are raiding people's homes. Again, that reporter is just the latest example, but you did the, they did the exact same thing with so many other people in Trump's cap- cabinet, including President Trump himself. They are doing everything that they can to take 
over our country. They are lawless. They have been deeply rooted within the system. They stay there for an incredible amount of time. They spend their lives in government. So they go basically from the university into the government. And just like with, with um, healthcare, same thing. They go from a university into the healthcare system. And it's almost like they they're living in these indoctrinated closed societies. DC is the exact same thing. You look at big farm, you look at big tech, they're all operated the same. And they continue to brainwash. And then that their job then is to try to take what they're learning in their environments and pass it on to the rest of us and say, oh my gosh, why are why are you speaking out against this regime? Hmm. What? No, this is not the world we live in, nor will it ever be. And they are losing, and they are losing by monstrous numbers. And I just cannot wait until we actually have our big night, because it is going to be so great. Election night is going to be awesome, and I cannot wait to spend it with all of you. Cat Turd and I are so excited about it. It was his idea to do this. And so we are really kind of just going, hmm, Let's start thinking about things we want to do that night. And he's even gotten to where he is going to rent an, a, a hotel room so that he can hang out and with all of you and we can just kind of party on that night because we know it's going to be a fabulous, fabulous night for all of us. It's going to be great. We deserve it. We've earned it. Real quick, I just want to thank Falago, and I want to thank, let's see here, who else is on here? Redheaded Eagle 2, thank you so much. Thank you all for keeping Cat Turd in your prayers. You're amazing. We would not be doing the show if it wasn't for you. Thanks for getting the word out on the show. I hope I called everybody's name out. I did my best. It's hard when it's going so fast. The chat is going so fast, and I try to catch up. And uh, without him talking <laughs> and just me talking and preparing the next scene, it can be a little bit of a challenge. But anyway, don't forget to start talking to everyone about voting, showing up, being loud, having the conversations, putting it all on the table. Remember, the big things on the ballot is the economy, immigration, and crime, all things that Democrats are running from. It's not about abortion, though it should be. As horrible as it is, these murderous people just going around trying to paint it as something that it's not, you have the information. You know that this is a money-making operation for Planned Parenthood, the scientists at Al. I mean, this is what they do. You can follow the money and you can always see who's making it. And it certainly is, is not the people that are opposed to it because of ethical reasons and every other thing. I can't imagine doing that to a child. And to think that these fools are this ridiculous to think that that is the number one top issue that people want to talk about in this whole thing with all of this going on with Russia, Ukraine, you've got the threats of nuclear war, you've got people that have been left behind in Afghanistan, you've got a regime that is going after average Americans on a daily basis, busting down their doors, taking their computers, taking their laptops, threatening society basically as a whole. No, this is not who we are. This is not who we are. Anyway, I expect to, for Cash to join us. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I let him know what was going on with Cat Turd. If he's able to, I say that he's going to be here. But if something happens and he wants to reschedule, I just put it all in his camp and said, hey, let me know if you can still make it, even though we have this whole thing with Cat Turd. And if you can, great. I will be here and I've got some questions for him ready. If not, that's okay too. So anyway, you are all awesome. Thanks for helping us out with the show. If you'd like to see this and a lot more of the articles, you can go into the description. You can find out where to follow me on um, social media. I'm at Jules Jones on Truth and on Getter. And then I'm at Jules Jones 1 on Gap. So I normally put it all out there, but I'm primarily on truth, really. I, where the president is is where I am. So I'm there. If you want to see any of these articles from today, go ahead. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Thank you so much to the moderators. Thanks for being so great, Littermates. You're amazing. And for welcoming everybody into the chat room. Be safe. Be kind to one another. And we will see you later. Bye.